0: This morning recognizing that there is only one thing happening and that is the divine expressing in us through us as us that wonderful energy of the Father recognizing that on this Father's Day that wisdom strength, courage. So I recognize that in each of you. Recognizing that whether you're officially a father or you could be a dog father. He could be a cat, Father. Anytime we take someone or something under our wing (coughs) and nurture it with love, we're expressing that divine energy. So I'm just honoring that today. Knowing that any quality of spirit is already within each one of us. That if we want courage or wisdom or strength or power, that it's not a matter of going outside of ourselves and looking for it. It is always right where we are. I'm so thankful for having Lucinda today, knowing that her talk inspires you, knowing that as we hear her talk, we really listen, listen for the divine wisdom that expresses itself just as we need it, just as we ask for it and combine that willingness to listen. So I already know that this service is blessed and is a blessing and each one of you is a blessing here. (laughs) So in gratitude I simply release this prayer knowing it is already so. And so it is. Amen.
1: Satu
0: Asatu ashe, Asha Ahoph
2: Well good morning. good
0: morning. Good morning welcome
2: to your Mystic Heart. Welcome home to your mystic heart Lay aside whatever came before Let your own intuition start To guide you to heaven's door Welcome home to your mystic heart Lay aside whatever came before Let your own intuition start To guide you to heaven's door To guide you to heaven's door To guide you to heaven's door door. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel extremely blessed this morning and uh, blessed in everything in my life, so let's, uh, let's remember that. So blessed, I am so blessed, I am grateful for all that I have, I am so blessed, I am so blessed, I am so grateful, I am so blessed, I am so blessed. I AM SO BLESSED I AM SO GRATEFUL FOR ALL THAT I HAVE I AM SO BLESSED I AM SO BLESSED I AM SO GRATEFUL I AM SO BLESSED I AM SO BLESSED I AM SO BLESSED blessed. I am so grateful for all that I have. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I am so grateful. I am so blessed. I am so grateful. I am.
3: Gary, what a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. I'm so blessed that he said yes for, t- for this morning. <laughs> and thank you, Cherie, for setting a nice space. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Good morning. I forget, I can't always be heard in the background. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning in the Zoom room and Facebook and wherever you are when you're listening to this. If you're new with us this morning, my name is Lucinda Alton, and I am a prayer practitioner and minister trainee here at Mystic Heart. We are an interfaith community, independent interfaith community, I didn't that, that teaches universal principles and practical spirituality. I welcome you home to your spiritual community should you choose to accept us. And I welcome you home to the guidance and the wisdom of your own mystic heart. Our theme for the month is, you are here. Today we are contemplating the question, how did I get here? We begin our meditative journey this morning by joining our voices. Okay, that's of place, I'm sorry. Each of us is so blessed right here in this moment by the breath moving into and out of our bodies. So if you'd wanna, if you can close your eyes if you're comfortable with that. And breathing. by the gift of life, feeling the presence of love expanding within me with every in-breath and flowing out into the world on the out-breath, creating an atmosphere of loving-kindness, compassion, peace, allowing awareness to move away from the breath and into the stillness. feeling the presence of the divine and acknowledging our oneness with the global community sensing the divine intelligence that surrounds and infuses the planet each of us is a radiant spark within the consciousness each human every creature every plant every rock, minerals, water, and wind, stars, and planets. Indeed, infused with spirit's light, each one a perfect and intentional expression of one ever-present, all-pervasive life. Take just a moment to feel that, feel the Divine Presence that emanates from you out into your surroundings and from your surroundings back to you. You send out love. You receive love. We empower our collective work by acknowledging our connection with all that is. We are a powerful force for good. Our collective prayer and meditation leave an imprint of peace, of love, of grace, on human evolution, and on the world for all time. knowing that everything happens in the mind of god i know that each of these is god experiencing that existence from what it is like to be a rock a flower an animal to what it is to be each human with our free will and the many choices available to us To lightly paraphrase Ernest Holmes, there is one life, that life is God's life, that life is perfect, that life is my life now. Each of us is blessed daily from the moment we wake up and take our first breath of the day to the moment we fall asleep. We have choices on how our day will proceed. We can choose how to start our day with peace and gratitude or with haste. There are many ways just to start our day and many choices throughout the day. Sometimes our choice is simply whether to react or to respond. But there's one thing that we can always depend on. We are loved and we are supported in all of our choices. Every day we make choices on things like how to respond and what actions to take. As Viktor Frankl said, forces beyond your control can take away everything you possess except for one thing. Your freedom to choose how you will respond to any situation. A simple example would be, as a child, our parents make the decisions. Our parents choose actions. So maybe our parents chose to move to another area. We have two choices then. We can choose to be unhappy about what we'll be leaving a lot of behind. Or we can choose to be excited about our new home. As we grow older, the choices become more complex. There are, of course, choices about how we want to support ourselves. Do we go to school to gain new skills or do we start looking for work immediately? Where will we live? And we make decisions on how to treat other people and other living things with each choice and action. We are building a path to our future selves. As we begin to mature, we often begin to examine the past. In a talk last year, I spoke about examining past experiences to look for the gifts of each experience. For example, my sense of humor began as a survival technique. I also talked about the importance of not getting stuck in these experiences. Meaning that the past does not need to become our identity. I want to say that support groups can be an important tool for our growth. But for some support groups can become a place to be stuck in victimhood. I was a victim of this experience and this group of people who understand have become my family. I can't change because, and there are many reasons we can give ourselves why we need to stay stuck where we are. These people are my family, I can't leave them. I'm afraid of change. I don't know what's going to happen if I change. What's the future? How do I live if I'm not a victim? We might not ask ourselves that consciously, but last week, Reverend Diana spoke of self-reflection in terms of things like, what do I have to offer? And a lot of times, our response would be something along the lines of, I had this experience, or I was the victim of this experience, and I'm too hurt, or angry, or some other negative emotion So I have nothing to give. This is often where self-reflection can turn to the past and our part in it. We have some choices with regard to the past. Some people try to change it. One of my aunts told me that she was involved with a meditation group and they were working on being able to, able to change past events. We can try to ignore it. Pretend it didn't happen. One of the women I used to know actually managed to forget certain things from her past. didn't happen as far as she was consciously concerned it never happened and she truly believed that i want to ask though, when we do that are we truly letting go or are we setting ourselves up in addition to the victimhood choice i talked about earlier We can stay hooked into the past because even though it's uncomfortable, it's familiar. The problem with these choices is that we are not letting go of our hold on the past and its hold on us. When we try to not deal with the past and our feelings about it, we are burying it. And that can lead to a worsening of our life experience, including becoming physically ill. Instead of trying various ways of trying to run from the past, we can choose to believe, as Maya Angelou did, you did then what you knew how to do, and when you knew better, you did better. Maya Angelou, we can choose to stop beating ourselves up over the past. We can choose to stop trying to pretend that the past didn't happen. We can look for the gifts that past experiences hold for us. We can look for the lessons. What is it trying to tell me? The past is a part of us, it helped us, it helped make each of us who and what we are today. But we do not have to allow the past to determine who we will be in the future. We can change direction and make new choices.
0: Breathing in love and release it, breathing out peace. Take another deep breath, breathing in love and release it, breathing out peace. If your eyes aren't already closed, allow them to close if you're comfortable. Feel yourself relaxing. Allow the chair to take your weight. In your mind's eye, you find yourself standing at the beginning of a path in the woods. There is someone standing with you, someone you regard as a wise and loving presence. You can feel the peace and love of the divine flowing to you from all directions as the two of you begin to walk. The path continues on for as far as you can see. Your companion asks if there is a past experience you need to take a look at. After a minute, you see a small clearing to your left. You look into the clearing and see an experience from your past. You are observing with the eyes of experience. You know there is no need for justification or judgment here, just self-honesty. Have you made any decisions in your life based on that past experience? Does observing that past experience now change your perspective? Is there anything about this experience that you have been holding on to that you would like to release now? Stay on the path for a few minutes, observing. After a while, you realize that it is time to leave. You can continue another time if you choose, but it's best to take some time to contemplate any observations you may have made. Give yourself time to contemplate any insights you have gained and be gentle with yourself. You are not the same person who had that experience, who made that choice. Take a deep cleansing breath, breathing in peace, and releasing it, breathing out love. We cannot change the past, but we can learn from it. The past brought us to where we are right now in this moment, but we don't have to let the past dictate where we will go from here. We have choices.
3: In his novel, The Sahir, Paulo Coelho says it is always important to know when something has reached its end, closing circles, shutting doors, finishing chapters. It doesn't matter what we call it, what matters is to leave it in the past. Those moments in life that are over. As the past has led us to this moment, it can be important to look at it for any gifts that can be recognized or knowledge to be gained. But it's also just as important to release it only by letting go of the past can we truly be free to step into the future. Take a moment to think about your life, where you are right now. Moving into the future can be scary. It can mean making some hard decisions. Maybe stepping out of our comfort zone. But you have tools to help you. Prayer, meditation, studying the ideas of those who've come before. And if you feel stuck the practitioners are always ready to lend a help, help with a prayer. And there are some tools that we can develop and use. Intuition. When we use prayer and meditation, we are asking a question. When I started this talk, I spoke of the guidance and wisdom of your own heart. when we ask questions the answers will come from within us we can take the time to learn to listen for an answer for our own intuition to give us the answer Another tool that we can develop is faith. Sometimes we don't like what we're hearing. So we can ask again and listen deeply. We may not like the answer, but we can learn to have faith that the God who listens, the God that lives within us, as us, always has our best interest at heart.
4: You'll make Wherever you are No matter how far behind You feel All this life you live is always Changing Is it fate by design How you decide or simply Chance Any way you believe You'll always see how Mysterious life can be Trust your time here find joy in two As you wherever you roam. you'll love and lose. Time will heal your wounds. Take another step into.
3: And learn to trust our own inner wisdom. There is an exercise that I learned a few years ago. Please close your eyes if you're comfortable doing so. Think about your life as it is right now. Everything that's in your life right now, in this moment. The good, the not-so-much-fun, the children, cats, dogs. I was glad she added cat father earlier. now if you look to your left you see the past all of those things that have come before all of those experiences. Now look to your right. The future. the question is which of those three are the brightest to you because the ones that are the brightest are where you live so is it the past is there something still hold on onto you from there is it the present Or is it the future? Just a just a little something to think about. The whole goal is to be able to close your eyes and the present right here, right now. Should be the brightest. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's still a mystery. But today is now. Reverend Diana spoke of dancing, and we do. But even when we aren't comfortable with getting up and dancing, we can always let our hearts dance. We can take time on a daily basis to let the joy in, to let the laughter in. THE MOMENTS THAT CAN ONLY HAPPEN IN THOSE MOMENTS WHEN WE'RE FULLY PRESENT. But THAT'S ANOTHER TALK. SO WE KNOW THE PAST BROUGHT US TO THIS MOMENT. BUT WHAT COMES NEXT? WE HAVE CHOICES. WE ALWAYS HAVE CHOICES. WE CAN CHOOSE THE FUTURE WITH EACH DECISION WE MAKE AND EACH ACTION WE TAKE. Just know, with all of your choices, that you have value. You are loved. You are enough. You are always supported by God even in those times when it might not feel like it. In this one perfect moment, I allow myself to feel the loving support of God moving through my life. And I feel that love emanating back to me from all that I see, touch, feel. Knowing that part of the sport of the divine is that God always says yes, I make conscious decisions When I have an important choice to make I listen for the small voice within And I know that unlike a genie in a bottle that only gives us three choices life gives us unlimited choices and the God Presence within each of us is always available for consultation in prayer and always listening. Speaking my words deeply, knowing that they are true, I say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Ashe. 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 Satu. Coming back into this space, we open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds. Take a look around at who is celebrating with you this morning. This is part of our spiritual family, your spiritual family, should you choose to accept us. One of your support systems. Anytime you ask. As we close our Tuesday meditation, we offer the opportunity for you to share of your financial good in support of the work that we do. Should you do- choose to do so, if you're willing, if you're joining us online, you can find a donate button and our mailing address at mysticheart.org, and we thank you <coughs> in advance for the gifts.
2: Well, I'd like to share a old Irish hymn with you this morning. It, uh, it talks about letting God influence everything in our lives and moving us forward. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Be all else to me save that thou art, thou my best, not by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence, my life, be thou my wisdom and thou my true word I ever with thee and thou with me Lord thou my great father I thy true son thou in me dwelling and I with Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and Thou only first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure Thou art. High King of Heaven, my victory won. May I reach Heaven's joys, O oh bright Heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be.
3: Thank you. Take a deep breath. And in this moment, knowing that there is one one source of each of us. And knowing that each and every one of us is one. It all happens in the mind of God. And right here and right now I am so deeply grateful for the support that we receive from each and every one of us. from each and every one of you so that we can continue doing the things in our world that carry our message forward and later in the second service we talk about a love-soaked world and I cannot begin to express my gratitude for how you guys support that and us in the world and so right now I just say thank you father mother god and so it is Amen So go ahead get a cup of coffee and I hope you'll join us for the second service and we will start back at around 10:30 and we'll have Gary singing our song we
1: just
2: Thank have you. one, one little song here for you. It's a, our little souls blessing that we do every week. So let's uh, let's join in. May your soul always find what it's looking for. May your heart always lead the way. May you live in peace and harmony. And may love always fill your day May your path be strewn with happiness May success find you everywhere May you always embrace compassion and grace And may God always answer your prayer May you always embrace compassion and grace and may God always answer your prayer.
0: Thank you. Happy Father's Day. Just knowing that, that fatherly, divine energy, wisdom, strength, power, that that's flowing right here, right now through each one of us, celebrating fathers today, celebrating that divine quality of fatherhood that comes through each one of us and whether you have biologically fathered a beautiful person or whether that might be that you're a dog father or a cat father or anything really that you've put that loving energy into. I think of my John that this spring, he's fathered a beautiful flower garden that's looking very beautiful right now. All that nurturing that he's done with that. So knowing today is a beautiful day of celebration of fatherhood. Knowing that our Father, our divine spirit is always there for us, always nurturing us, always bestowing on us that love and wisdom and strength, courage, power, that it's always within us. We never have to go outside of ourselves for anything that we need or desire to manifest. We just need to clear those perceptual lenses and realize that who and whose we are already, and that those qualities are already in us as us, as our very lives. So I simply am grateful, grateful for Lucinda today, knowing that as we really hear but also listen intently to her talk that spirit comes through that divine wisdom comes through Lucinda and we are given exactly what we need for our next evolutionary growth spurt so I simply say thank you and together we say and so it is Amen Satu Aho
2: Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Woo. Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Join the celebration. Bring yourself and lift your part. take this affirmation. Spirit made us family with loving hearts to share. Together we are joyfully Practicing the possible Feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Everybody, get up on your feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Let us be reminded who we've come to be. We are love. We are one. One big family. Hey, hey,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: hey. Let us make a joyful sound, here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound, here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound. Hey, 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 everybody, get up on your feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. All right.
3: Doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> Good,
1: morning,
3: Good morning and welcome or welcome back. <laughs> Happy Father's Day.
0: Thank you.
3: If you don't know who I am, and welcome to everyone in the Zoom room and on Facebook. I am Lucinda Alton, prayer practitioner and minister trainee oh, here wow. at Mystic Heart <laughs> Spiritual <laughs> Center. We are an independent interfaith community that teaches universal princi- principles and practical spirituality. I welcome you to join our community, should you choose to do so, and I welcome you to the ho- home to the guidance and wisdom of your own mystic heart. Please join me in the sacred practice of envisioning a love-soaked world. where all humans embody and live from peace, joy, abundance, generosity, justice, and freedom as living principles, practicing love, kindness, and compassion, honoring and caring for one another and for for our beautiful planet. We are creating a world where all needs are met, where all beings have plenty of nourishing food, the safety and comfort of home, however that might appear, where mental and physical health, education, and healthy relationships are ensured by social systems grounded in wellness and wholeness and complete faith that there are no limits in God. Therefore, there is no need for limits in each one of us. Where all beings serve the greater, greater community doing what feeds their soul and are well supported for their time and talent and their service. Each one finds a sense of belonging, a world in which all beings are valued and respected for their uniqueness, where authenticity and integrity are the norm, where the peace and kindness we cultivate within shows up as a world free from hatred or violence. We are creating a world that knows no greed, where there is abundance in having enough where every being deserves and receives ALL THAT IS NEEDED FOR A FULL, RICH LIFE AND CONTENTED LIFE. BY THE POWER OF OUR COLLECTIVE INTENTION, WE WRITE A NEW STORY. WE DO NOT LOWER OUR VISION, NO MATTER THE APPEARANCE OF THE WORLD, KNOWING WITH OUR WHOLE HEARTS THAT SUCH A WORLD IS NOT ONLY POSSIBLE but inevitable. We align our actions to support our vision and a new world is born. We open our hearts, our minds, our doors, and our actions in radical welcome, erasing all lines of apparent separation. In keeping with our vision, We create an open and loving community in which all are invited and in which each individual has an equal voice. Trusting in the power of prayer, we call it done. And in deep gratitude, release it now to the living, loving, lawful presence. And so it is. So it is. Amen. Amen. Sathu. Sathu. Ashe. Ashe. Aho. Aho. Let's take a moment to look around and notice who's sharing this space with you this morning. Your spiritual family, should you wish. There are some people, these are some people who care about you. You can count on their support. And by the way, I hope you're looking at me while you're looking around. (laughs) (laughs) If you were with us at Taizé this morning, you know that we've been considering the idea of how did I get here? This morning we discussed the ways in which we choose to view and treat the past. We talked about the past with each decision about how the past with each decision, choice, and action has brought us to this present moment. And we talked a little about how to handle the past. So let me ask this question. How many in this room have incidents in our past that we wish had happened differently? Think about an incident from the past. The first thing that comes to mind, what can it tell you? For me, I've learned that it tells me that God always has my back, even when I forget that he's there. How about you guys? It tells me
5: to be patient and have faith.
3: Be patient and have faith. Is good. Yeah,
6: things aren't always easy, but they're always valuable.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Things aren't always easy, but they're always valuable.
0: And to tag on to that, it's the same thing, <laughs> but the gift. The gift is what you're pointing at. And It's always there, even if I don't want to see it at first. (laughs) And how
3: many here are very slow to see things?
0: (laughs) 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 Up until now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Are you happy or can you you think of a way you could have handled it differently? Mm -hmm. Because that too comes to right now and how we handle things in the future. How did that incident lead to new things for you? And for that, I'll start. The first thing that comes into my mind is when I didn't get into the master's program that I applied for. And I found out that I hadn't gotten in when I went to the office to request another ticket to my graduation ceremony. The secretary threw a stack of papers down um, on the desk and, and asked the president of our program what would you like to do with the Losers? Uh,
1: well, uh, okay,
3: uh, so you look down at those uh, envelopes, uh, oh. Alton, A-L-T-O-N here. <laughs> Mine was on top, and the, cl- the class gossip was just like a few steps behind me. I would hope that in the present, if something like that, that happened to me, I'd be a little less angry. <laughs> Really? I mean, I was, oh, never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: By that time, I had at least learned to put myself in a timeout. So, I had been working with Science of Mind and I everything. I, I knew enough not to react right then. But I did have to say something. So I asked him, should I take my letter? Now or are you going to mail it to me? which kind of gave them, let them know. And, oh, we'll mail it, we'll mail it, (laughs) okay. The thing is that this was a social work program and this was a total breach of confidentiality, my confidentiality. So I left and then the next day I had a talk with my counselor and she said, "Well, you can file a complaint. And, yeah, this is a brand new program you're trying to start, and the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to have a complaint on confidentiality for a social work program. It's going to look good." <laughs> but I had already calmed down. I'm, cal- I'm I'm okay, you know. And so I think that for them it was maybe a reminder to be a little more careful, and for me it was a, a way. It was a, a reminder that. Sometimes don't have, things don't happen the way I want them to, but there's always a reason. If I've learned one thing, of my experiences, there's always a reason. And this was a huge lesson, that sometimes God has other plans for you. And they're always in my greatest interest and really had I gotten into that program I would have missed some awesome experiences that's also a different talk
1: <laughs> so
3: based on that then how do you, do you guys have any, any experiences like that sure. um i have
0: one i won't tell the long story about it but what I got out of it was um, being able to relate to other people more, especially in times of um, you know trauma. Yes and um, without that experience, I didn't really have any life experience to fall back on. Um, and so it really gave me that gift of you know being able to, to, to know what that feels like. Yeah.
3: Tracy?
6: So I, I was, um, at one point I was um, a single woman pregnant with twins being told by professionals, doctors, nurses, that I would have to give one up. There's no way that one person can raise two babies. Oh. Okay. And... Well. they're right there is no way for one person to raise two babies but there is a way for one person to ask for help and to invite others into their lives to help even when they've always been told their whole lives that you have to be strong and independent and do it all by yourself and God said nope you're not supposed to be independent and do everything all by yourself. And mm-hmm. I'm going to show you how to ask for help. I'm going to show <laughs> you how to invite other people into your life. I'm going to show you how there really is a village around you if you just open your eyes to accept them because you're not intruding on them or being a burden on them. People mm-hmm. genuinely want to help other people. Mm-hmm. They genuinely want to chip in. They genuinely want the opportunity to, um, to take care of something and to feel a part of something, and to be bigger. And by you allowing them to help you, you're allowing them to fulfill that in themselves. Mm -hmm. And then your kids grow up, and Mm -hmm. your hands are free, and now you can turn around and help the next person behind you at those midnight feedings, or those afternoon babysittings, or that errand, or that whatever, Mm -hmm. and that, We aren't supposed to be all by ourselves. We aren't supposed to be fully independent individuals. Um, We're supposed to connect with other people.
3: Mm. I love that. It's okay to ask for help. Mm. Yeah, I needed to hear that too. That was (laughs) one (laughs) of my (laughs) things. Anybody else? Well said.
6: But I was really pissed when doctors are like, "You yeah. have to give them up, There's no way you can do <laughs> that.
1: I can't yeah.
7: believe a doctor would be out making that decision. Yeah, well, you right.
6: know, to his little like. At least at that point, I knew to give myself a timeout. Talk
1: back. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. Because I definitely didn't wanted to say something meaner than what I did. <laughs>
3: yes, I think that's one of the biggest lessons that we can learn how to do is just to give ourselves a timeout. <laughs> Anyone else?
5: I've actually found myself um, being more graceful with uh, the imperfections that maybe people exemplify in life sometimes when when we're not perfect like mm-hmm. the doctor or the, the administration at the school. Of yeah. At times, I would feel so righteous and justified in it. You know, they cut me off and they couldn't kill me and my family. Mm. It was very clear, like wrong. Yes. And but and, and totally justified in that. Like, that is unacceptable.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And I've come a long way in allowing that. Well, maybe that's that's my time. Maybe it's got to really let go and say, okay, mm-hmm. maybe that's <laughs> that bad. Yeah. So.
3: And sometimes maybe God has something better.
5: Maybe. <laughs> but if that other simplification of spirit there yes. pushes me off the road, off the cliff, then I guess that's <laughs> what it's supposed to be. <laughs> can I let go to that level is what I'm actually saying. That's what I'm working with is letting go to that degree where I'm not raging on somebody. Because I
3: yes. Thank you. why is it important to leave the past behind i ran across an article by carrie petzinger that i'd like to for us to discuss her first suggestion is forgive yourself and others so i just want to ask how many of us when we're doing our forgiveness work and we're forgiving others and everything how many of us remind remember to forgive ourselves for our part in that situation. So I don't know about you guys, but the last person I forget and that I forgive or used to be is myself.
6: I think it's easier for us to default to justifying ourselves. hmm That that's an easier road to walk. I, I didn't do anything wrong. Yes. But then getting to the point where be recognized. I did have a part in this, and then doing the forgiveness, that's where the peak work happens, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah.
5: I think Sometimes. that's the interesting thing, is when you look back on your life, and you look at all these instances where things didn't go the way you wanted to, or they were, you were frustrated and whatever, and what, what's really interesting about all those instances is that you were the only one that you know that was there it was all kinds of other people, all kinds of different things, but who? what was the comedy denominator? You.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I you see it a
8: lot of times as a real subtle survival technique for ego. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, that's how ego, mm-hmm. one of the areas where ego enables itself to survive, and if we want to replace that with soul mm-hmm. and, and enlightenment then ego has its place, but not at the center.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I love one of those uh, classes that we did, that we just finished up the two years on, and one of them we were talking about, the ego needs to be in the front, but not in the driver's seat, it needs to be in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. There you go. You
6: gotta keep it there though. (laughs) keep yes. that baby
3: in <laughs> that's that, that's that's the thing is balancing you know keeping it in the passenger seat okay reframe your thoughts reframe your thoughts from the negative to the positive for example saying my last relationship ended so badly i'll never trust anybody again Well, on the negative. To focus on the positive, you could reframe it as, my relationship had a rough ending. But I'll work on loving myself and learning to trust others again so that I can have a healthy relationship. Why is being able to reframe your thoughts in this way important, and how will it help you to move into the present? What do you guys think?
7: Right. Well, because thoughts are, are actual things and and you materialize what you keep projecting whether you speak it or you're thinking it. So you have to be very careful with the energy you put out, with the thoughts you say or words you say because they hold a lot of power. So yes. we program ourselves right there by what we're you know, it's like an affirmation. But it's a, like a negative affirmation, so you have to be very conscious, and that's part of waking up is consciousness of what am I projecting? What am I uh, allowing to come out of the energy to come out of me? So,
3: absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Thoughts do have power. Anyone else?
6: I used to always do like team workshops and stuff for a long time and we do a lot of like physical things um, to represent thoughts because physical things are sometimes easier to manipulate and we had that thing where you know if you look at the house as the body and these pictures of these moments in time as pictures hanging on the wall captured um, that every once in a while we turn in a corner and we're like oh, yeah, I remember that one time You know if you're looking around and all the pictures are hung slightly crooked Is it because of how we're looking at the picture and how we hung the picture or is it because the entire house is crooked? And a lot of people like to picture themselves as the thing that's messed up the house itself the foundation is crooked when it's really just the pictures just need to be recentered. They just need to be adjusted. They just need to be mm-hmm. fine-tuned so that it isn't that shock when we come around the corner and go, oh my gosh, that's totally messed up. Well, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that one time, right? Exactly. So we adjust the picture, not the house, because mm-hmm. the house is fine.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Number three, change your daily habits. Have you felt stuck, year after year, and you want to ditch your past for a better lifestyle? Try working on your daily habits. Doing what you've always done in the past will likely to continue to bring you the same results in the future. If you want to move on from your past and have different outcomes in the future, you'll need to put significant effort into changing how you do things. How would you guys go about doing that? The first thing that comes up for me is to start go and go out and going outside and watching sunrises again. Mm. again. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this in the past. Thank you. And it always brings me a sense of peace, a sense of beauty. And it's an awesome way to start the day. That's, that's when you do your gratitude practice. But you can get busy. You can have this to-do list that's like, as tall as I am. And, you know, so you gobble down your coffee. Do you gobble coffee? You gobble down your coffee, and you've got all this stuff you need to run and do. Stop. Take some time. Listen. Sip that coffee. Sip that coffee. And listen to the birds. Yes. watch the sun come up. Be in the now. And sometimes I forget. What about you guys? Any changes that you think that you can make that would help things?
7: Go back to daylight savings.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, daylight savings does affect things.
7: Uh, you squeeze another hour out of your morning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and there was that rush thing. <laughs> you guys are going to love this next one. Uh-huh. Get out of your comfort zone. What would that look like? Why did it involve the C word? You know, change?
6: (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, there's a lot of C words, which one you want?
3: (laughs) What do you think that would look like if you guys, for you guys, stepping out of your comfort zone?
5: It's a little bit uncomfortable, but you gotta try to keep in mind why you're doing it.
3: Yes.
6: Knowing that in the long run it's going to let you grow.
3: Yes, that seaward does lead to growth. Well, you guys know me and how much I love change.
6: So. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to keep my eyes open for it and just kind of go with it. I'm not big on making specific changes.
1: Mhm.
6: But life does present the opportunities.
8: I think, think it's really important uh, if you want to purpose that to start with very little things. When you brush your teeth in the morning, you always do it the same way you put your toothbrush in your mouth a certain way. You uh, pick up the toothpaste you do it uh, You the normal route that you take to the market. Um, whether or not um, <coughs> you know, all of a sudden, you're in a uh, grocery line, and whereas normally you just stand in the line and be thinking about something or judging something, you turn to the person next to you and you say, how's your day -day?" today? Just start that process with very little things, and then that develops a consciousness of change within you. Pretty soon, you're listening within to promptings and it will expand in
3: your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that was brought up to me in a class one time is maybe we could change the way we look at chores that we need to do. I mean, okay, yeah, the bed will still be at dead later, and, and, but it always looks so much nicer when we make it. So instead of looking at, at the daily tasks that we need to complete as chores to maybe look at, at them to find another way to look at them in the <coughs> spiritual light for me personally it was grocery shopping that's got that that was <laughs> one of my least favorite things to do until I started looking on it as a spiritual practice every once in a while I chant while I was shopping or I'd be amazed at the choices that are in the store when I walked in. But have you guys done things like that with, with just
0: chores? I have one. It, well, it was sort of a chore. It was basically when I um, started working for Summit I was traveling a lot and I noticed in the airports everyone gets very self-absorbed. You know, it's like I, I need to get to my destination and anyone in my path can just you know move aside you know and uh, so everyone's just like this and i was like i'm gonna make this a spiritual practice that i'm just open and aware (laughs) and you know looking at other people and things like that and i've had really great experiences just i'll share a short one Uh, older woman came uh, out of the stall in the bathroom and then she had this panicked look (laughs) on her face and she went back in and then she came back out. she's looking through a purse and I said may I help you and she said I've lost my boarding pass and I go well I put mine in my bra and she goes that's where I put
1: it
3: we do all have these little hiding
1: places
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i had her id too so she was like yeah
1: yeah
7: how may i help Uh, Mm right
0: yeah
3: how many people here just get a real charge out of being able to help someone else Mm -hmm. and it's not about them you know it's about you
7: being a service yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah, the things that we get back being able to give, mm-hmm. because we've all been helped, whether we were asking or not. Mm-hmm. And I used to be really bad about <coughs> asking, but it was always there.
0: Okay. My last one, I saved a kiss from, kid from getting ran over from a bus. Oh. My last trip, yeah. All right. I so a you strong-armed. Got <laughs> <laughs> you got a cape? Yeah, I know. I, and I, I share this with John. He's like, oh. he's like, you really liked that one, didn't you? Oh, like, yeah. It's the it's
6: seventies mom seatbelt.
3: Boom. Yeah, that one that's there all the time. Yeah. And build an amazing tribe. Mm. Look around you at the people sitting in the room. Each of us is on a unique path. (laughs) So as you're looking around the room here, no one that you see is on the same path that you are. All of each path is unique. And I think we've already established that every single one of us loves to help. Mm -hmm. I think that we have an amazing tribe, myself, and we are continuing to build it. But how about when we're not here? Do we have people in our lives that we consider a part of our heart? And it's so easy to think of family as just whoever's here, but really, part of your tribe can be a next door neighbor It can be somebody who your teacher's children, your children's teacher. Mm -hmm. Think about all of these people, these absolutely amazing people that are in our lives. Some daily, some not so daily, some every once in a while. And so for each one of those, I say a deep thank you. And I think that for each and every one of us, a good practice is to just practice being in the, in the now. You break it, you bought it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: it's just to practice being in the now. So I'm going to take a minute with us right here and have us just close our eyes for a few minutes. Take a deep breath and bring yourself into this moment. Let go of anything that has come before, anything that will be coming after. Just be right here, right now. What do you hear? Let yourself hear things not just in the room but out in surrounding area. What do you feel? Is there a breeze? Is it warm? Cold? What do you smell? If we take the time each day to bring ourselves to this state, with just normal activities, we don't have to have our eyes closed, but really stop and think about how does that food really taste. It's nourishing, I know that, you know, but if we stop and chew and really taste, what does it taste like? What does our breath feel like and smell like as we draw it in? And then first thing in the morning, when the world is brand new, the only way to enjoy it is to be in this present moment right now. Because otherwise we miss so much. So how did I get here? I got here with every single step that I took in my life. Every decision that I made, every choice that I made, every action that I took. And every once in a while, when God said, eh, I think I'll give you this instead, brought me to right now. And right now is pretty cool. Standing here in this moment. Hello, God. I want to thank you for the opportunity to be here today, the opportunity to be with each person today, my family. Thank you being with, for being with me and guiding me as I'm making my choices, helping me to take those action steps even when I might not want to helping me to change thank you for my family here my extended family my spiritual family and for having mystic heart as a place where I can be myself I actually have (coughs) no choice I am myself And so right here and right now, I just say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. So it is. I invite you to bring your uh, awareness back to your body, to your senses. Maybe as we're eating lunch today, take a minute to just really take a taste of things. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I eat so fast or I get to talking And I'm paying more attention to my conversation than I am to the foods that I'm eating. When you're ready, open your eyes and re-enter the space. Welcome (coughs) back. Each Sunday, we invite you, in the celebration of the work that we are doing, to join in the world by sharing your financial good, should you choose to. If you're at home, you can go to mysticheart.org to use your Donate button, or to find our mailing address. We also have a Gracious Giving program for those who would like to make a heartfelt monthly commitment of support so that we can more effectively plan our growth. You can find more information at our website, and I would encourage you to check the website out anyhow. It is an awesome piece of work. Chris does such a good job. As we move into this time of giving, hold these words close to your heart and know how much we appreciate your gifts. As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift freely in the spirit of love blessing and sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is is evidence of our deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance and so it is. Amen. Satu. Ashe. Aho. Thank you
2: well today is a precious day do you realize that this is truth on this precious day that's been given me let me know the wonder and the mystery let me be aware on this precious day on this gift from above let me feel my heart let me show my love wherever i may find let my spirit shine let me do my best this precious day don't let me take for granted even one single thing let my every action seem strong and clear now on this precious day this one of a kind let me speak the truth with god in mind let me give my all even if i fall let precious day don't let me take for granted even one single thing let my every action sing strong and clear and on this precious day you've given me let me know the wonders Let me be aware of the magic in the air Let me do my best this precious day Let me do my best this precious day Let me do my best this precious day (laughs)
0: Thank you so much, Gary, and just sharing your musical gift with us. We appreciate you, as you can tell from our cheers. (laughs) And so just knowing that all of our gifts and talents and treasures are appreciated, and that as they are given, through the law of circulation, that good flows back around to us so that we know these gifts today that come in as your treasure go into mystic heart to nourish the souls of the people here. And as we do that, it spreads out to the greater community of reading and to our state, our country, our world. We don't know how far our good goes. It really has no end. And so just receiving these gifts with love, as love, I simply say thank you. And together we release this prayer knowing it is already so. And together we say, and, and so, so it, it is. is. Oh, Amen. Mm-hmm. Saw two. What's the next one? Ashe. Ashe. Aho. Thank you, Caleb. <Taylor. laughs> He's I awesome. I ain't
1: here Okay, here we go. Woo! Oh. <laughs>
2: All together, hand in hand, we see the light, we take a stand, and we are changing. A whole new life for you and me, take it fast and set it free, and share this blessing. Love me with you, peace unfold you, fear and lift you, breathe it in. Truth come through you, make good flow to you. But joy renew you till we meet again. Love be with you Who Love be with you W Love be? meet again love be with you who love be with you I'm breathing in love be with you who love be